Hello, and welcome to Living Word Ministry, where everyone is a winner. Join us as Pastor Charles Buachi rightly divides the word of truth. I want to talk to you today about how you position yourself for blessings. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Sometimes we are not positioned for God's blessing. But today, I want you to know how you will position yourself to qualify for God's blessing. Let's open our Bible to Exodus chapter 14. And you know that these days I don't preach long, right? Right? I know we have some testimonies. Sister Joyce has a testimony. Uh, who else? Somebody else said he had a testimony. Um, and we have bad days. And um, yeah, so I will not preach long. Um, Exodus chapter 14. Are you there yet? Listen to what Moses said to the people. What are you doing? I come to help. <laughs> okay, cool. Okay, cool. I was just waiting for Stevie to come and then I can... Sh Last week I was reading by myself. Exodus 14, what was it? Um, verse 13 through... 15. I mean, Savior was here last week, but he didn't offer to, to read. Exodus 14, 13. Yeah. And Moses said to the people, do not be afraid. Stand still and see the salvation of the Lord, which he will accomplish for you today. For the Egyptians whom you see today, you shall see again no more forever. The Am Lord... The Lord will fight for you, and you shall hold your peace. Amen. 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 And the, 15. And the Lord said to Moses, Why do you cry for me? Why do you cry to me? Tell the children of Israel to go forward. Amen. Amen. Numbers 13. Numbers 13. Sure, technical difficulties. Verse 33. Okay. Numbers 13. Uh, read from 31 to make it more. Uh, 31. Okay. Numbers 31. Which verse? Numbers 13, 31. Sorry, okay, I confused sorry. you. Numbers 13, 31. Okay. 
Numbers 13, 31. But the men who had gone up with him said, we are not able to go up against the people for they are stronger than we. Amen. Go on, through 31. And they gave the children of Israel a bad report of the land which they had spied out, saying, the land through which we have gone as spies is a land that devours its inhabitants. And all the people whom we saw in it are men of great stature. There we saw the giants, the descendants of Anak came from the giants. And we were like grasshoppers in our own sight. And so we were in their sight. Amen. Amen. So is there an Egyptian in your life? Is there a Red Sea? Are there giants in your life that you need to overcome? What is it that is in your life that looks like the Egyptians that are chasing you at the Red Sea? What is it that is in your life that is like the giants of the Ammonites that are holding you? What is it that is holding you back? Today, I want to show you how these Israelites positioned themselves in order for them to be able, in order for them to overcome the Egyptians that were in their lives. God said to Moses, in verse 15 there, he said to Moses, um, um, Exodus 14, verse, verse 15, he says to Moses, he says, why are you crying? Why are they crying to me? Tell them to go forward. Praise the Lord. Today, the Lord is telling you to go forward. Whatever that is become a burial in your life, listen, don't camp there. It's unfruitful. It's unfruitful for the Egyptians to camp at the Red Sea. God said, why are, stop crying unto the Lord and go forward. The days of crying, when they were, uh, when they were in Egypt, they cried and cried and cried. They suffered. They were abused as slaves. But then God came down in their life. And God brought forth, you know, God impregnated uh, Moses' mother. And Moses came forth to be the deliverer of Egypt. Now listen, they were crying. Moses were born. Stop crying now. Your savior is being born. Hallelujah. Amen. He said, why are they crying? Come on, you have God. Why are you crying? God is saying to them, I'm on your side. Who can be against you? Why are you crying? Come on, go forth. I delivered you from Egypt and say I'm taking you to a promised land because I have said it, it will come to pass. So go forward. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. 
is it? What is it? There are giants. But the giant cannot overcome. You know what something? Our biggest problem. I've been, talk, I've been teaching on faith. But you see, faith without works is faithless. Faith without applying is hopeless. Faith activates. Faith is an action. Faith is a doing word. Faith does what the word has said. Amen. Amen. So whatever that they were facing, they have to go by faith. The giants, when they went to spy the land, they saw giants. Yeah, truly there were giants there. But you know what? You have the one that made the giants. Amen. Glory to God. Amen. If God is on your side, my God, I said if God is on your side, if Jehovah God is on your side, then who, who is it? I said who is it? Who is it? How many legs? How many eyes? How many feet? What have they got to overcome you that is in Christ? What have they got to overcome you that is in Christ? Absolutely not. The one who made the giants has said to you, go and take that land. Position yourself in obedience to God's word. Position yourself in obedience to God's word. The just shall live his life by what? By what he sees. By the giants. See, the giant, those that saw the giants, they never saw enter the promised land. But those that saw the giants and rose above the giants, that we are more, we are more than able. We are more than able. We are more than able. Why? Because God has said to us, we should go and possess that land. And because he has said to us, we should go and possess that land. Because we are more than able to go and possess that land. Position yourself. Position yourself to receive the blessings of God. See, many of us, are running from place to place looking for God's blessing. God's blessing comes in obedience to his word. Praise the Lord. What do I need to do to receive God's blessing? Obey his word. Hallelujah. Obey his word. You see, for every, every disobedient to God's word, there is a reward to it. I use the word reward. It will be either positive reward or a negative reward. 
let me just re let me reframe that and say for every seed that you sow you will reap of it praise the lord so whatever that hinders you whether it is an egyptian or the giants or do you have an isaac in your life do you have an isaac in your life that is hindering you i've seen this in a different light i want to show you see isaac is always positive but i want to show you the negative side of isaac if you have an isaac let's go to genesis 22 I could, I could just talk it, but let's just read it. Genesis 22. Are you there yet? Yep. Give me a minute, and I'll tell you the verse. <coughs> Genesis 22. Re read me from verse 14. Oh, no. Go back a little bit. Maybe read from verse um, 8. Genesis 22, verse 8. Mm -hmm. And Abraham said, My son, God will provide for himself the lamb for a burnt offering. So the two of them went together. Then they came to the place of which God had told them. And Abraham built an altar there and placed the wood in order. And he bound Isaac, his son, and laid him on the altar upon the wood. And Abraham stretched out his hand and took the knife to slay his son. But the angel of the Lord called to him from heaven and said, Abraham, Abraham. So he said, Here I am. And he said, Do not lay your hand on the lad or do anything to him. For now I know that you fear God. Since you have not withheld your son, your only son, from me. Then Abraham lifted his eyes and looked, and there behind him was a ram, caught in a thicket by its thorns. So Abraham went and took the ram, and offered it up for a burnt offering instead of his son. And Abraham called the name of the place, The Lord will provide, as it is said, to this day, in the mount of the Lord it shall be provided. Then the angel of the Lord called to Abraham a second time out of heaven and said, By myself I have sworn, says the Lord, because you have done this thing and have not withheld your son, your only son, blessing I will bless you, and multiplying I will multiply your descendants as the stars of the heaven and as the sand which is on the seashore. Thank you. Amen. Amen. This message derived from that scripture. I was lying down and I kept hearing in my spirit, in blessing, I will bless you. In multiplying, I will multiply you. In blessing, and so, I begin to study about it. But I want you to understand this. 
Abraham had an Isaac in his life. Abraham had an Isaac in his life. Abraham had a son he loved. A son of promise. God has said to Abraham, your seed from your loins will inherit all that I'm going to give you. Now God said to Abraham, sacrifice that son. Do you have an Isaac in your life? Do you have something you love? That is withholding you back. What is it that you can't give up to the Lord? Give it up for the Lord. Abraham was willing, not only willing, Abraham gave Isaac. Are you with me? Abraham actually gave Isaac. He actually sacrificed Isaac. Are you willing to sacrifice the things that you love so that you will be positioned? See, it is after the sacrifice of Isaac, and I use the, I say it that way because he has actually more or less done it. But then, after that, the Lord said, "Because you have not withhold your son from me." We sing the song, withholding nothing. Because you have not withhold your son from me, in blessing I will bless you. In blessing I will bless you. Oh, sorry. In blessing I will... What did Abraham do to be qualified for God's blessing? Eh? What did Abraham do? Sorry? He obeyed. He obeyed. He gave. He was willing. Not only willing, but actually did it. It's one thing, see, some, we are willing until it comes to the crunch. We are willing for as long as it will not hurt us. I remember one of the psalms says, Thou who make a vow at his head and changeth not. The one who makes a vow that I will do this and then realize that, hey, it's going to cost me too much and changeth not. You are only as good as your word. Abraham withhold not Isaac. Abraham did not withhold Isaac from God. 
and therefore position, position himself for God to pronounce in his life, in blessing, I will bless you. Oh, my Lord. In blessing, I will bless you. And then he says, in multiplying. So there is a difference that the, the, the multiplication is not the blessing. Are you with me? He says, in blessing, I will bless you. And then he says, I will also multiply you. I will multiply your seed. It will be like the sand of the seashore and the stars, spiritually and physically. The stars, spiritual suns, the sand, uh, uh, physical suns. And the more you think about it, the entire generation of mankind derived from Abraham. Isaac and um, Ishmael. Is it Ishmael? The whole entire population of the world. I think God was right when he said, I will multiply and I will multiply you. Was he right? The whole world. What did Isaac do, Abraham do to qualify for that? To obey. To obey. Church, we have a responsibility in our life. Playing church is unprofitable. Showing up at church is not good enough until you actually doing the word. No matter how much service you put in, it's unprofitable until you actually do the word. Praise the Lord. My only biggest concern is to not have a church that people en only enjoy the fellowship and lack the spiritual aspect of the church. It's both working together. One, the spiritual side should always be a step, a, a step up. But is the natural, Pastor Hagen says, the natural and the supernatural coming together makes an explosive force for God. The spiritual and the physical together. The fellowship, enjoying the fellowship Brothers and sisters is great, but also the spiritual aspect is wonderful. Great, great is good, but wonderful is better, right? Praise the Lord. So, look. Abraham, um, in blessing I will bless you, I'll multiply uh, in multiplying, I will multiply your descendant as the stars of heavens and as the sun which is on the seashore. And your descendant shall possess the gates of their enemies. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. In obedience to God's word, 
your descendants shall possess the gates of their enemy. Amen. Amen. The enemy is what? The devil. The wicked one. The Bible tells us we wrestle not against flesh and blood. So our enemies are not our physical friends. Our enemies are not somebody who says something about us that wasn't right. They're not our enemies. Our enemy is the devil whose job is to try and make sure that you don't make it to heaven. He is your enemy. And the Bible gives us the promise that they will not possess. We will possess their gates. Praise the Lord. Thank you, Lord Jesus. See, to obey is the voluntary lifestyle of the believer. Observing with the intention to keep and to do all God has commanded. I'll say that again. Obedience is a voluntary lifestyle. If you want to obey God, it's a, it's a, you're not forced into it. It's a voluntary lifestyle. And notice it's a lifestyle. See, in the Old Testament, when you miss one of the commandments, you miss them all. You are guilty of them all. So, obedient is a lifestyle. It's not obedient, it's not in church and a different lifestyle outside church. Obedient is a lifestyle all the time. Wherever you are, you obey God. Amen? Amen. Wherever you are, you obey God. Um, the believer observing with intention to keep and to do all that God commanded. With intention to keep and to do. Intention. It's an intentional act. A lot of the things with God is, 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 is your own choice. It's choices that we make. You choose. You decide. But like I said, whatever seed you plant, you will harvest of it. No one is to be blamed. For, if we will say, misfortunes. No one is to be blamed. You are responsible for your own destiny. Amen? But I want to tell you something. There is no amount of forces of darkness that can overcome you if you stay in line with God. Amen. There is no amount of forces of darkness. There is no witch 
or witchcraft. There is no power in the negative world that can overcome a child of God. I'm talking about a child that can overcome a child of God who are the one that has given his life to Jesus. You say, well, no matter how mature spiritually or not you are, if you will stand in the name of Jesus and call upon the name of Jesus, God will send help. Amen. Situations that you cannot deal with by yourself, God will make sure there is help. Amen. You will not be overcome. So position yourself. Position yourself. Obey the word of God. Amen? Amen? Position yourself. Obey the word of God. If you will live according to the word of God, you have it made. Amen. You are already a success. The word of God. John 6, 63, I believe, he says, The word that I speak unto you, they are spirit and they are life. Thy word is truth. The word is the truth. John 8, 14, John 8, 14, 15, you shall know the truth and the truth shall what? The truth shall liberate you. The truth. You see, you, you don't need to go to deliverance. You don't need somebody to come and deliver you. you what you need is to know the truth. And when you, need, when you know the truth, you throw everything away. Just like the, the, the blind, uh, blind Bartimaeus. Bartimaeus, when he saw, he said, Jesus, thou son of David, have mercy upon me. They said, shut up. Jesus is busy. He is attending to prominent people. He shouted them out, thou son of David, have mercy upon me. Jesus heard him. He said, what's that about? That guy is just making a nuisance of himself. He said, Bring him. And as soon as he said, <laughs> reluctantly, the disciple, I, well, he said, he said, you should come. And as soon as Bartimaeus heard that, he threw his garment away. The garment that identified him as unfit person. The garment that identified him as somebody that you should not, you should not be associated with in the crowd. He threw the garment away. So when he threw his garment away, he can now go among the crowd. He threw his garment away knowing very sure as he goes in obedience to the call, Jesus says, let him come. And as he goes in obedience to the call, he knows he's not going to need that gown anymore because Jesus is going to have mercy upon him as he had called, asked for and he is going to be healed. Amen. G, uh, Peter, he said, Lord, if it is you, bid me to come. You see, when you have heard from Jesus, 
I am saying to you, there is nothing that can overcome you. Why? Because when you hear from Jesus, the life-giving spirit, when you hear from Jesus, the giver of life, nothing. Absolutely nothing will be able to hold you. Oh yeah, there might be delays. I talk about a journey. There might be delays. You know what? When we're in Ghana, sometimes, you know, the public transport, you, 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 go, you go to stand at the junction waiting for the car that is going to Ejusu. That's my hometown. And you, you may stand there, sometimes 10 minutes a car will come. When it comes, it's full. So you're waiting. Brother Blessing, you know that. You know that. It's back home here. <laughs> and then when it comes, it's full. So you wait for another one. And then another one will come. When that one comes, it's completely empty. You have to wait, and may, sometimes it can take two hours before it's full, then you board again to go. See, there are delays on the journey. And then people are hopping off, and people are hopping in. And people are hopping every junction he will stop, the driver. He wants to make money. But I'm talking about this journey that I have set off to go. I'm going to get to my destiny. Amen. There are obstacles. Sometimes the road is not as smooth as the one in London here. And there are so many things that can come on the way. But the truth is, I'm getting to my destiny no matter what. When you have Jesus in your life, no matter what, you get into your destiny. Don't be derailed. Don't be distracted. Don't allow anything, anybody, anything at all, whatsoever it may be, you are more than a conqueror through him that loves you. Jesus Christ died for you. The Bible says, he who did not spare his son, God the Father, who did not spare his son. By the way, when Abraham did not spare his son, uh, when Abraham spared his son, when Abraham did not withhold his son, it was a covenant agreement that God couldn't withhold his son. He who did not spare his, uh, uh, spare his son, who did how much more, how much more, how much more with him also, with him, with Jesus also, freely, freely, freely give us all things that pertain to life and godliness. You have no reason to cry. You have no reason to be discouraged. You have no reason to be anxious. You have no reason to worry. You 
have no reason to put your head down. You have every reason to put your shoulders up. Lift up your head and walk like a child of God. When you enter a situation, you exercise your spiritual authority. When you enter a place, in the name of Jesus, I have come. I'm a child of God. I exercise my authority over this place. Now, you don't exercise your authority over those that are there, but you exercise your spiritual authority over that situation that no, nothing, no evil, no witches, no powers of darkness, nothing at all will be able to hinder what you are there to do to the glory of God in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Come on now. Church, come on. Arise. Arise and shine. Fellowship is good. But I want to see everybody growing spiritually. On fire for God. Amen. Amen. Let's stand on our feet. Thank you for listening. Join us for our weekly Sunday service at 10.30am at 336 Brixton Road. We hope you were blessed.